everybody. Joining me today is our British ambassador to Luxembourg, John Marshall. Welcome back into the studio. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be back. Well, now, I know it's an information-giving event you're here for. You're going to tell us all about what people who have British passports and driving licences and the such like need to do and need to really think about doing it before it's too late. So tell us what we need to do. Well, thank you very much for the opportunity, first of all. And as I hope everyone knows, the end of the transition period will shortly be upon us. That's 31st of December this year. And there are various actions that UK nationals who are legally resident in Luxembourg may need to take. So I just wanted to to run through those so that uh, everyone was, was clear. Absolutely. So the first thing, of course, is that if you are legally resident in Luxembourg at the end of this year, you may need to apply for a new residence card. And if you do, then you will have until the end of June next year to do so. But there really is no good reason to delay until the last minute. And so we would strongly encourage people to get their application in as soon as possible. And to get that application, is it a matter of going to the website, your website or to the commune? Well, all the details are set out on guichet.lu. So initially it's posting in an application, but at some point, yes, you will need to go in person to the immigration department, not to the to the commune. But I would encourage those who haven't yet applied to go on to guichet.lu, look at the, the English site, uh, English language site, and uh, the details of the process are, are set out there. Now, Just to play devil's advocate, what happens to those people who, for whatever reason, don't do that? Well, I'd prefer not to focus on that, actually. I mean, <laughs> Absolutely. The, the, the short answer it. is... <laughs> it will be done. We don't know. Um, uh, you know, the Luxembourg authorities may or may not take a uh, flexible uh, position at the end of the year. But why even ask that question? Because, you know, the point is that if you need one, you should be applying. Don't leave it to the end of the, uh, the very last moment. Get your application in now. And those who need to apply, those British nationals who need to apply, are those who don't have uh, another EU nationality. I mean, dual nationals, if they want to apply for a card, they can, they can do so, but they don't need to. And it's British nationals who are here on the basis of a carte de séjour, which is the vast majority, uh, as opposed to a carte de légitimation. So people who work for international organisations like the NATO Support and Procurement Agency will be here on a carte de légitimation and won't need to to apply. But if you're on a carte de séjour and you're just uh, a UK national, you're second nationality is, I don't know, American or something, then you will need to um, apply for a new residence card. Perfect. So we've got that down and everybody will be doing it and we will not have a need for that other question. (laughs) Why even ask it indeed? Right. Now, moving on to driving licences. So again, we would, if you're currently here using a UK driving licence, we would encourage you to exchange it for a Luxembourg driving license before the end of this year. If you don't, then you will still be able to use your UK driving license for another 12 months, so essentially for the whole of 2021. But in the course of 2021, you will need to convert your license. And the process of conversion as opposed to exchange 
is slightly more complicated. For example, uh, you will need to provide a medical certificate. So there are advantages, benefits in uh, seeking to exchange your licence before the end of the year. And again, information on this point can be found on guichet.lu? It's all on guichet.lu. So that really is the place. And of course, we'll link to that at the bottom of this article attached to the podcast. Health. Health. Well, the next message really is only aimed at a sort of small proportion of British nationals here. And those are the people who are UK insured, who are S1 holders. And in almost all cases, I think they will be retired people. They're only sort of 60 or so. And they will all have received letters recently or will be doing so in the, uh, in the next few days. And the message for them is to apply for the new EHIC card that they will be entitled to. And that is something they can do online through the British government's uh, EHIC portal. So if they go onto Google, type in new EHIC card, it will clearly uh, signpost them to how they can apply for that. Good. I'm sure lots of people have been writing so many pages of information about this on all of the various sites. It must have taken months and months and months of uh, civil servants thinking about how to to redo all of this. I can't even imagine the, the background work involved here. Now, moving on to passport validity. So currently, if you're traveling within the EU, you only need your passport to be valid. It doesn't need a, a minimum period on it. And um, in future, that won't change for coming in and out of Luxembourg, your country of residence, if you fall within the scope of the withdrawal agreement and you have your, your new residence card. But you will need six months validity on your passport for travelling to, to other EU member states. Now, I and I think most people already, forever, have always sought to renew their passport perhaps in the final year, not leaving it again to the last minute, partly because most uh, countries around the world require at least six months validity. So the advice would be to sort of double check your passport. So if you're in the final year of the validity on your passport, I would get in a, a new application. And this is perhaps more important when it comes to children, because I know adults can get tenure passports, but for children, you need to renew every five years in the first five years of their lives. And so I know I've been not caught out, but it's it's come quicker than I've anticipated yeah, yeah. occasionally. Now, for many of us, uh, traveling is something we can't quite remember. But when airports open up in a much more fluid way again, and we are flying more, what will it be like to get through airports and the e-gates? So at Luxembourg Airport, there will be changes for British nationals when they when they arrive. Uh, they won't be able to use the e-gates because e-gates are only available to um, to EU citizens. So they will need to join the queue and not the queue for EU nationals at um, at passport control. So there will be changes. I think it's too early to tell what the sort of impact will be in terms of, you know, how long it takes to uh, process through to the airport, particularly given the fact that at the moment there's not a lot of traffic. So when the new system comes into, um, into force at the beginning of January, I imagine there will not be uh, long queues because of the volume of traffic is considerably lower 
overall, but it's just something for people to to bear in mind. If they're the, the sorts of people who leave everything to the last minute, again, <laughs> perhaps it's it's wise not to and just be conscious that um, things might take a little bit longer, but they might not. We'll just have to see how things settle down. And given that you probably have an overview of how many people are British citizens here living in Luxembourg, have you seen how many people have already gone through the necessary steps? Can you keep a a view of the statistics? So as far as those applying for new residence cards are concerned, we are getting regular updates. The figures I have probably two two or three weeks old now, but at that point already 2,100 people had applied for a new residence card out of around 3,800 that we think need to. So that's that's not bad. <laughs> We're making good progress, yes. Yes, okay, but on the uh, the other things such as the uh, driving license. Uh, I don't think I have any real way of knowing that. Yes, that's up to yes. individuals just to take uh, take action and get going. And uh, as in my case, you know, <laughs> I need to get going. So it's a very timely reminder. Yeah. Next uh, time we meet, Lisa, I will ask to see your yeah. driving license. But I hope it will be a luxury one. <laughs> Sure, I'm sure it will be. It will be. Absolutely. I've been warned. And now I'm passing on that warning to every every other listener. And I, you're quite right. I'm very glad you're I here. I would like to say it as a word. I like to say it as encouragement. Encouragement. You slap me on the wrists. And yes, I, I'm going to go and do it this weekend. And so to all of our listeners who have to do this, sadly, we all have to think about changing certain things due to Brexit. But it is as it is. Ambassador, thank you so much for your time, as always. Have you got a final message for our listeners uh just be prepared yeah take the steps or think through what you might need to do Uh, and if there are actions you need to take then please do do not leave it to the last minute very sage advice as always thank you so much for your time thank you lisa 